everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. If you are new here, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk for whatever reason you are here today. And I am so grateful for that. So truly, truly know how much it means to me that you would take the time out of your day to listen to me rant, basically. So thank you so much for being here. And this is an episode I'm really excited about because I've been on a little bit of a hiatus for whatever reason, just um, finding myself doubting again, like if I want to do this, or not really if I want to do this, just believing in myself to do it and getting over that the discomfort of like putting yourself online, um, which I've touched on before. And that's another struggle for me with this is that I, you know, when you're talking by yourself, there's only so many things that you can talk about. Um, I know I can always manage to get into a rant about something or maybe rants the wrong word, but just a free flow of conversation about something a little bit more personal or emotional or whatever it may be. I know I can get into that space, but I don't want it to feel like I'm always talking about the same thing over and over again. But at the same time, I do deeply believe that every time you go through these motions of rediscovering and re-exploring topics that you want to talk about or are interested in, you will always find something new and find maybe discover something about yourself that you didn't know before. And so my goal with this podcast, like I've said before, is just me really going into free flow about what I want to talk about and vomiting my brain out and treating this kind of as my personal diary. I think that's why it can be a little bit more nerve wracking for me is because I'm sharing a lot of personal stuff on here. Um, even though I, it's not like I'm someone with this huge platform that I need to be like fearful of who's listening or not listening, or I, I don't even know why I care about that stuff. Even talking about it seems so pointless. And that's why I love doing this too, is when you genuinely sit down and talk about it and explain what your fears are, they sound so minuscule and so pointless and it's just like just do what you fucking want to do so it, this is like me feeding myself medicine of like do what you feel like doing this is something you enjoy doing so just do it because you love it so now that we're past that and the whole justifying why I want to do this again which I feel like I'm keep doing in every episode so far and I know I only have a few on here so it doesn't it's not like it's a ton but because I'm in my own mind of thinking all the time about it and doing it and really like putting in the effort to record every week, yada, 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 like all those thoughts. Um, that's why it feels like it's more frequent, but I know I've only mentioned it like a few times here. So anyways, I'm trying to just be more authentic, not only with myself, but with this podcast too. And of course there are going to be lines and boundaries of how much I share and all that kind of stuff. But um, I've also realize there is there there is no one definition of authenticity um just because you decide not to share everything about yourself doesn't mean you're not an authentic person you know the way you show up in your relationships in your conversations with people that's what shows your authenticity is how true are you being not only to the person in front of you but to yourself as well and you have every right to decide what you're going to share with someone and not share with someone that is completely your prerogative and whatever is business that you want to keep to yourself is business that you want to keep to yourself. And I don't think that's a sign of in, an inauthenticity. I think that's just a sign of 
knowing your boundaries and respecting yourself. And this is something that it took me a long time to learn as well, where I felt like, well, I'm not being authentic. I'm not sharing all these parts of my life. And I'm not talking about in a podcast format. I'm talking about with just relationships in my life or friendships or whatever. Um, in a romantic partnership that I, I feel like that's a little bit different where you, and this is just my personal view is you do need to share your feelings with your partner. Otherwise there are going to be gaps in conversation and um, ga gaps in communication. And I do think communication is kind of like the, the forefront of every good relationship is how well your communication is. So in my own opinion, and, and this is not, may not be true for everyone, but for me, um, being very honest with all your feelings with your romantic partners is very, very important. Um, and it's important to be honest with your feelings in all your relationships, I guess. But what I'm trying to say is <laughs> I'm not going to share everything about my life on my podcast platform, at least not right now, just because um, there is some sort of like, it's, it's a total ego thing. I know that's what it is. Um, and it's just me breaking down those barriers of ego and, and realizing where, why, why I'm not maybe showing up fully to something or why I'm feeling a little more guarded in what I'm saying, or just, I can, I can feel even the tension in my body when I, when certain things arise and I want to talk about certain things, I can feel that tension rise up in me. And so I think that's why I have been sort of back and forth, even with this podcast is just because I do and this is this is not something I'm making myself feel guilty for, something that I think shouldn't be happening. I think this is just normal and natural and something that needs to be expected. Um, but there are weeks where I just don't feel like talking on a to a microphone, to a camera, to myself. Um, there are weeks where I just need sort of energetically to be in my own mind. But then I kind of second guess myself where, I think, do I, do I actually need to be in my own mind? Because it doesn't seem like staying in here right now is, excuse me, is what's going to be best for me. It seems like maybe I need to kind of get this off, out of, off my chest, out of my mind, um, listen to myself maybe. And, you know, actually I don't really, I don't really play these back, which is interesting. I just kind of want to get this out. And then as I'm talking the thoughts out, I'm listening to what I'm saying and I'm validating myself or realizing you know what, maybe that isn't a thought that is that valid for me. It's just something that's arising and it's going to pass. Um, and I think everyone has a different way of doing this, of, of express, at the end of the day, it's expression of yourself. It's expression of, of what you feel, what you believe, um, your thoughts, your emotions in a way it's kind of art. I, I view all of these things as art. So, um, for some people, journaling is is what they need to do. They need to write these um, thoughts on paper. For some people, they have artistic um, outlets. That's their way of um, getting these things off their chest. Not, not only getting it off their chest, but um, just expressing themselves. At the end of the day, I think expression is the core word for, for these endeavors we seek out um, to kind of experience the human experience more fully, if that makes any sense. Um, so, you know, whether for some people that's painting, I know for a lot of people that is exercise and moving their body, that is probably like the next thing for me, the, the second most 
um, the, the second biggest outlet in my life is probably um, moving my body specifically like things like water sports. So swimming and things like that. That's just where I feel most in tune, where I feel like I'm releasing, where I feel energetically aligned um, and doing this. So not just the podcast. The reason I started it is because I've noticed that I always want to talk. <laughs> I always want to talk, not, not just I, I want to talk to my friends. I love getting in deep conversations with my friends. I'm always like the person that's like, let's talk about it. Let's reveal these deeper things. Like I'm always that person that's trying to uncover something, have some sort of deep talk. And, you know, there's, of course, there's a time and place for everything. It's not always the moment to have that. And I think respecting that is important too, because people will only meet you where they've met themselves. And so if someone hasn't met themselves that deeply i am also um i i think i am i think i'm good at reading um how far someone is in 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 where they've met themselves and and i don't think i should say that i i don't take that statement lightly what I, i'm not trying to say like i'm can i'm just an amazing people reader and blah 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 i just think i'm able to kind of sense a little bit better of of where someone might be at and at the end of the day, I don't think anyone knows where anyone's at truly, truly. Like I'm saying that about myself as well, because you barely know sometimes where your own self is even. So, but with that said, I still think I can sometimes see where someone's at and, and it's just a good gauge of, of how far, how far I can meet someone at and what expectations I can have for them. Um, and so that's kind of why I'm I really enjoy this is because this is this outlet for that outlet for me of expressing myself. So it's also helped me um, recognize the thoughts and realize what's an actual, what's, what's arising that is true and valid and deep within me. And what is something that's passing? Because I think sometimes we attach too deeply to these thoughts that arise and we think that maybe we got triggered, but half the time it might be different for you but for me um most of the time i'm i'm not triggered by a thought that is um anxiety provoking or um I, there isn't something that specifically happens that makes me kind of spiral into some more negative thoughts it it just randomly comes and i don't think we are the controller of our thoughts i think they're just it's just energy that's passing. And when we decide to attach to it and really try to kind of wrestle with it and get rid of it, I think that's when we go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and we just, we can't climb out of it. So what I'm trying to get better at as well is just when the thought arises, when, when something, when more of a negative thought arises or the thought that's giving me a lot of anxiety, um, I treat it like it's kind of floating right here and <laughs> maybe this sounds funny, but I treat it like it's kind of floating right here and I just kind of observe it and I almost talk about myself as if I'm in the third person and I view it as, okay, Alexa is feeling lots of anxiety right now. And then I go deeper into what that means. What, what does, what, what do I physically feel? that is anxious. I feel tightness in my chest, in my sternum. I 
feel like I can't catch my breath fast enough. Um, and I just feel like there's something very pressing that I need to go and fix like immediately. And so I instead try and sit there, observe it, and just fully surrender to the feeling, fully surrender to the fact that I am feeling this way and nothing triggered it. Sometimes things do trigger it, but most of the time it's it just comes up and it is what it is. And it's just like, all right, let's accept this now. It's here. There's nothing we can do about it other than let it pass. And it might not pass. It might be there for the rest of the day, but tomorrow's a new day. And I've always, I've always felt that way about the next day where in whereas I'm saying like, I'll I know if I go to sleep, wake up it probably will pass. And so I try not to attach too much weight to it. Um, and of course, this is like a spectrum for everybody, you know, like some people have a debilitating level of anxiety, or they get so deep in the thoughts, um, in maybe a depressive state or whatever it may be. And, and it's like, they can't climb out of it. Um, for days, maybe weeks, whatever, they're just in that state all the time, you know, so I'm only speaking about myself, obviously, but I don't, I don't get to that point. My, my point is more so like, I have things I notice that I do when I'm feeling very anxious. So for me, <laughs> I notice I kind of go on like a bit of a, uh, excuse me, a cleansing binge um, of my home where I feel like everything needs to be clean, everything needs to be put away. Um, given that I there's a fine line between um, I'm a big believer in clean space, clean mind, but when it's to the point where I feel like a shirt can't be out of place or like a dish can't be in the sink, um, that's when I know I'm getting, I'm, I'm falling into feeling like I have no control and I need to control my space because I'm, I'm not feeling control over um, my emotions. and I'm not regulating very well. So that's how I know <laughs> when it's just um, when I'm on kind of the brink of a spiral versus there's just some anxiety showing up. So, so what I was saying is if, if I get to that point where I notice, okay, I'm, I'm kind of trying to really control my space right now. I'm feeling very, all these physical reactions, like tense tension, things like that. Um, that's how I know I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm probably a little bit deeper than just a, a, a light feeling of anxiety, because I do think we all walk around with a general, uh, maybe that's a blanket statement that I shouldn't say, but I'm just speaking from experience of people that I know, everyone I know has always like is a is someone who worries about the inevitable and you know I'm not trying to generalize I know there are people who don't always feel anxious and don't always feel worried I'm just saying I know most people have that sense of wanting to have control over the future of their lives or have control over their daily lives um you know, all, we don't like to feel out of control. And that's not something that I think we should feel bad for. I think it's a very normal thing. And when we embrace it, I think is when we just let go and release these expectations that we are supposed to be in control. 
I don't know if that stream of thought even just <laughs> made sense, but um, this is something I'm trying to get a lot better at. And some days are just easier than others. Some days I feel really heavy and really just stuck and I can't like get out of it. But on the days where I observe it versus do something to try and get rid of it is when I notice I always feel better. So I'm getting a little bit better at sensing when I'm doing something for another reason. Like I'm not cleaning to just clean. I keep giving that example because that is the main thing that I do that makes me um, notice <laughs> that I'm um, having some anxiety. Um, so what I'll do is I'll kind of, I'll notice that I'm falling into some, some anxious feelings, anxious thoughts, whatever. And I'll go outside. I'll get in nature. I'll literally just, I'll, I'll drive to the beach and I'll just hang out there or I'll go for a walk. I'll just, for me, it's just get outside. So for everyone, I think this is different for me. It's just spending some time in nature, um, reconnecting on that front and remembering that it's not that serious. <laughs> Even as I just said that, I felt like a huge, a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. It's not that serious. And I forget that so easily. We forget that so easily. We, we take all our decision, decisions so seriously and we feel like every single one is going to affect the next and each one has so much weight to it. And if we don't make the right one, then what's, what's gonna, what's it gonna lead to if I do make the decision, if I don't make the decision, if I do nothing at all. So I think at the end of the day, I don't think it matters, which is kind of, um, <laughs> ironic. Um, and this is a belief system, you know, this for, for me, this is just a, my belief that I have is that it doesn't matter because whatever will happen will happen. I think that's um, Murphy's law. Whatever will happen will happen. And I just finally genuinely believe that if something is meant to happen, it will happen because it's meant for you. And there is such a like deep relief when you genuinely believe that. And, you know, I grew up always thinking that, but there's a difference between thinking something is true and genuinely believing and feeling that it's true. So maybe believing isn't even the right word. Maybe it's feeling. You feel it in your bones and your soul that that is, that is true. It's you completely release all the anxiety around the things that you don't have quote unquote control over. You don't have control over anything. Um, you know, things change in the blink of an eye. And that's something I've really realized too, is how quick your situation can change overnight. And then if something happens to you one day and the next day, you're like, what was I even stressed about yesterday? Now that this is going on this, you know, this is so serious. Like, what was I even caring about before? And it's like, 
life is always giving us these little wake up calls and these little things that happen that make you like almost kind of, it, 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 it's, it's like life is trying to snap you out of it of like, hello, <laughs> just appreciate the moment. And this is me even giving myself that pep talk of there is nothing but this moment. There is nothing but now. There is nothing but now. And it's so hard to, why is it so hard to just be in the moment? I am constantly thinking about what I'm doing tomorrow, what I'm doing in an hour, 30 minutes from now, five minutes from now. Like I'm constantly thinking about that next step, that next thing that I need to do, haven't done yet, whatever it is. And I'm never just here. And so this, I don't know the answer still. Maybe it's just practice. Maybe it's just time. Um, have I gotten any better at being present? It sounds like such a funny, it sounds like a, it, it that doesn't sound like a right statement to say, like you can get better at being present. How can you get better at being when you already are? <laughs> so I can't say that I'm any better at it. <laughs> all I can say is that I'm more aware of when I'm not present. That's all I can genuinely say is I am more aware of when I'm not present, when I'm thinking about something else and I will have to do something a little more like to kind of snap myself out of, out of that thought process. And I think this is why we have passions and hobbies and things we love doing because we feel so connected to the moment we feel so alive um, and everyone has a different app a different outlet for that so like if you love art if you love making music or you love whatever it is you love your job I mean that is you in a meditative state that is you doing something that makes you feel alive and I think the goal for all of us at the end of the day is being able to support ourselves off of that, at least that's what it is for me. Um, I'd love to be able to support myself from doing something that I love to do and forgetting all of the fiscal parts of that, which is very hard to do because obviously you need to make enough money to support yourself but I guess I'm in the space of, of trying to figure out um, how do you have that balance how do you pursue because I, I do believe that when you're first pursuing a passion um, the benefits in terms of like money wise if we're talking about money I don't think those come for a while if ever and I think you have to be comfortable with with those benefits never never coming from your passion but if you're okay with that, then that means you genuinely are passionate about the thing. Because if you're not okay with it and you're just doing it because you want to make money off of it or what, whatever the thing is that you're doing, then you're probably not as passionate about it as you think you are. So I think finding that balance is really hard. I, I think for me, it, it feels like I need to be just exploring and seeing if it can lead if some if, if my passions can lead to sources of income um and I'm also getting much better at just trusting my gut and this is 
something that I don't think anyone can teach you. It's it's not teachable and no one can give you the answer on if you're making the right decision. And this is something that I've done forever in terms of like asking friends, family, whatever. Do you think it's the right decision that I'm doing this? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'd still definitely do that. But now it's kind of, it has, I have a different intention with that. I just, I just want the feedback. I want their perspective, but I don't want the validation anymore of, am I doing the right thing? And I think this comes with time and with making decisions for yourself and just seeing if they pan out. And a lot of the time they don't, but also realizing that if something didn't work out the way you wanted it to, you just, it just wasn't meant for you. You weren't meant to have that thing, experience that thing, be in that relationship, have that friendship, um, acquire that thing, whatever it may be. It just was not meant for you. And, you know, this is something that I, w- I touched on on my last podcast when I had Moses on. Um, uh, we're just talking about how at the end of the day, you always, you always get what you want. And I used to kind of wrestle with that statement of like, no, how can you, how do you always get what you want? There's people who are really unhappy with their situations. And I, you know, I don't want to talk about like, I'm not talking about extremes here. I'm talking because there are people in situations that, you know, they're born into very unfortunate situations. They're born in a country where they don't have access to certain things maybe, or they didn't have the resources growing up to pursue things or whatever that that is. Um, I think there are like fine, there are some lines and, and boundaries to, to like, what is the extreme? I'm kind of talking about more the, the average person. Okay. The average person that didn't get what they wanted in life. And maybe people won't think this statement's true or whatever. This is just what I believe. I think you always get what you wanted because at the moment you wanted comfort instead of the sacrifice of doing the uncomfortable thing. And that's why you didn't get what you wanted because you didn't do the uncomfortable thing. And if you genuinely believe that, then you'll put yourself in the uncomfortable position. And I'm just slowly realizing like the what if is so much worse than the idea of I tried and I just failed. And I think that is something that that is honing in really true for me lately too um, with pursuing medicine, uh, with it being something I go back, back and forth on a lot. Um, I think I do know in my core that I, I definitely haven't given it 100% because I am the type of person that when I give something 100%, I always thrive. I always accomplish when I give 100%. And so I think that's why I've been um, struggling a bit more with this because with with not with just not doing as well as I 
want to as I wanted to um, on specifically my the exam to get into medical school I just have not given it a hundred percent I have you know I've like been trying to entertain other things and do it at the same time like I want to work and still I I just it's it's because I just enjoy right now too much I enjoy working a little too much right now um I shouldn't even say it that way because I don't think it's a bad thing like if that's I, I I'm starting to just allow myself to follow whatever is 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 feeling true to me right now right now it doesn't feel right to it doesn't feel good I, it's not what I want to do right now I don't want to pursue medicine right now and I'm finally allowing myself to just be like that is okay right now and maybe this can apply to a bunch of people where whatever it is that you want to pursue and for some reason it's not happening right now um I was going to say two different statements, but I'm realizing they're the same thing. You either don't want it bad enough or it's just not the right time for it. And if it's not the right time for it, that means you just don't want it bad enough. So it's the, I, in my eyes, it's the same thing. Like right now, it doesn't feel like the right time for me to pers be pursuing it. And I realize on a deeper level, I don't want it bad enough right now because I'm just enjoying life where it's at right now. I'm enjoying everything I've worked hard for. I'm enjoying having a job that I enjoy doing, which is something I haven't had if ever. I don't know. Like I, this is the first time I'm enjoying what I'm doing and the rewards are more than I've had in any other job. Um, and it's also very new for me because I'm kind of running my own business and that's not the type of person I've ever been. I've never been entrepreneurial. And um, maybe I shouldn't say running my own business, but doing freelance work is, I just am really loving having control of my own schedule, having control of how much money I want to make, having that say of, if I want to make more, I, I'm going to work more today. Um, and no, is it a hundred percent stable? No. Is it a career that I'm going to grow in and want to like continue in? No, because it's, not what I'm looking for right now and I think that's okay because I've never been the type of person that allows myself to just do what I want to do right now or I don't know I almost take that statement back because I have always been the type of person excuse me that that follows her heart but I guess I'm just at the point now where not only am I following my heart, but I'm not questioning it. I used to question it a lot, like I was saying before, and ask people for validation and, you know, make just see if other people thought what I'm doing is right. And now I'm at the point of I'm doing something just for me and the right people in your life will support everything you're doing. And do I have people in my life that don't agree and, and think I should be doing something else with my time. And, um, yes, but I just don't care anymore. I, do I have moments of caring? Yes. But for the most part, there is nothing more freeing than feeling true in your decisions, feeling like you are doing what's going to bring you the most peace 
And when you do what brings you the most peace, you give so much more of yourself to other people. You're able to show up to your relationships more fully. You're able to be more generous with your time, not not only in terms of time, but when you're with another person, you're able to truly be there. You're able to truly be in the moment and experience that moment with that person. Whereas, and I'm speaking about this from a personal experience of just when I was more on the path of this is what I need to be doing right now because it's what I need to do to get from A to B. And it was just like this long, like me fighting myself, but it was a decision I was making to pursue these things, but I didn't genuinely want to at the time. And so it was like me fighting myself. I felt like everyone I spoke to or everyone I engaged with and was giving my time to, I just was showing up halfway. I was not truly there. I was too consumed with my own stuff to be that true friend or be that just just be there for the person in the relationship and so I'm not talking about romantic relationships I'm talking about any relationship that I had um I just wasn't able to be there fully and I've realized as I've allowed myself to number one care less what everyone thinks what anyone thinks I've also freed myself of the expectations, not only of others, but of yourself, because I've always had expectations for myself. I never realized where those expectations came from. Those expectations actually came from other people creating an image of who I should be. And it wasn't until I literally just said like, fuck it to all those expectations and sat down and really thought about, okay, what do like, what do I enjoy doing? What do I want to do? And all I can say that I know for certain <laughs> about what I want to do is I want to make a positive impact on people. And maybe that's like a really vague statement. And I'm and see, I'm even no, see, I'm I'm like doubting myself again. I don't I don't even think it matters that it's a vague statement. I think it's authentic in because it's because it's what I truly mean. It's I, I, that's all I want to do is have a positive impact on people. And if I could change just one person's life, I was about to say that would be enough for me, but and maybe it should be enough. What I'm trying to say is if I could just change one person's life, that would be amazing. That would just be so fulfilling to me. And so I want to figure out how to have an impact on many people's lives. The bigger the impact, the more fulfilling this is for me. And I don't know what that thing is yet. Do I still see myself being a physician? Yes, part of me does. Yes, it just doesn't feel like the right time right now. And I've also fully accepted that that very well may be something that is not for me. And I don't think it's because I, number one, it will be because I didn't try hard enough, but also if it was meant for me, I would just try hard enough. So I've just accepted that it's not because I'm not a hard enough worker. It's not because I need to, you know, sacrifice all these parts of my life to pursue it. I don't need to. I will if, if it feels right. And so 
there's so much freedom in, in realizing that and accepting that and in just honoring that this is how you feel in this moment. This is how I feel in this moment at this point and in time in my life. This is where I want to be. And are there certain things that there, <laughs> of course, there's things that I want that I don't have right now, but the whole joy is supposed to be in the pursual of those things because having the thing is never as fun as the journey to get there and looking back on it in retrospect I feel like that is the most fun is when you get the thing and you think about oh my god remember when I was working like three jobs and I just was always like worrying about the next step and now I'm here and it's like I don't think it's ever as rewarding unless you did rough it for a while and or that you did kind of have some stress along the way, have some challenges along the way. I think that's the only way that makes it fun. And at least for me, maybe people totally disagree with what I'm saying, but for me, I really enjoy that hustle, that like grind to get the thing. It's not even just the material thing, whatever, whatever it is. Like even with this podcast, I enjoy this so much just sitting and shooting the shit about basically nothing <laughs> so how'd I get here I don't know I didn't really have a goal for today at all and this is kind of what I would just want to keep doing I don't have a goal ever when I sit down to talk about these things even when I have a guest on I kind of you know, I leave it up to them. I let them know, hey, if you have something you want to focus on, you'd feel more comfortable doing it that way. That's fine. Um, and I also, I just respect that because um, not everyone feels okay just doing free flow. They need more of that structure and that's fine. So, um, but for me personally, when I sit down, I don't have structure to what I'm going to say, what I'm going to talk about. So that's just the way I enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to wrap this one up for today. This was this was longer than I expected. I didn't think I was going to be able to talk this long for um, considering I, I didn't have a plan for what I was going to say today. So um, this was fun as usual. Thank you so much for listening to me today. If you decided to stick around to the end, just know how much it means to me that you would take time out of your day to listen to me and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Thank you.